Hello and welcome to Snyder's Return, a tabletop role-playing podcast. You join us today as two intrepid investigators are dealing with a case of nefarious details. Uh, it is my absolute pleasure to run the City of Mist tabletop role-playing game and I'm joined today by the wonderful... Well, hello, my name is Bob. People in Discord know me as Bolalaika, and I'm relatively new to City of Mist. I have played some. I wish to DM it one day. Um, yeah, that, that's basically what you you probably need to know about me. <laughs> and who are you playing today, Bob? I am playing a character named Nina. She is the CEO of a logging company with relatively questionable environmental ethics. And she is one of these people that I like to write to the top. Like, no matter what, she's going to be the most powerful person of the most powerful company. Although there is this little voice in her head that sometimes say, hey, maybe you should not destroy forests, you know. Maybe you should be a nice person. And this is why um, recently she has been feeling this power inside her and she has realized that maybe she, she can do things that most people shouldn't be able to do. She has the mythos inside her of a deity named Mboitata. In, and this is a Brazilian mythos um, that is basically, like its name can be translated to fire snake. And this snake um, runs through the forest very fast and is known to be the protector of forests. So people that harm anything inside the forest are known to either burn to death or be uh, become like mad at the sight of this snake. Um, so yeah, um, she has been trying to juggle what she has inside of her and what she wants to become as a person. Also, like just as an appearance, she's very tall and very slim. So like kind of like paper thin and like just towers over you with authority and just, you know, height altogether. <laughs> That's basically Nina. Okay. Well, joining Nina today is... And my name is Martin. I um, go often just by Mart uh, on the internet. And um, my character is Aoki Cho. He is a man of Asian descent, of Japanese descent. And he works as a sushi chef in a small but rather fancy Japanese diner. Uh, a job that he enjoys very much has the mindset of getting uh, of mastering his skills of making sushi but he is also touched or rather completely obsessed with his uh, mythos which is Reijin the Japanese god of thunder and lightning and he is uh, Reijin uh, he is not like possessed by Rajim, he is rather patronaged uh, or patroned by Rajin. So sometimes Rajin as uh, uh, an energy entity can show up and give him some a piece of knowledge or maybe a little bit of his powers. And in essence, uh, Aoki has turned into some kind of a lightning ninja so he is fast he's stealthy and he uses his knife skills from work 
uh, to a very, very interesting extent uh, while uh, enjoying his his mythos. Um, I think that's about it for now for him. All right. Well, thank you both. Uh, we will put uh, information as best we can in the uh, des- description of the podcast below. So, moving into the city, moving into the, the case itself, the adventure that the pair of you are, are going on. We open in a blue sky looking over a wide section of the city and we sort of move away from the high rises and, and the big business of downtown and we head a bit further out of town, moving into leafier suburban area and we concentrate down and down onto a high school and there's kids of all ages sort of high school kids filtering out from the main doors groups and cliques and and uh, all these different individuals and small groups moving about and carrying on their daily life and we focus down onto the back of one female high school student and we follow as she steps down the steps away from the main building along a path joining with friends and we watch as they move away from the high school chatting laughing sort of chasing off a little bit getting away from uh, the toil of the day and we follow them into first a junkyard where we see them around a fire seeming to do some sort of socializing some strange activities and then there's a, a discussion muffled voices we can't really pick out the details but we follow the lone female as she strides away from this area and towards what looks like a, a rotted and derelict house. and she looks both ways along the main road before looking along the path to what's left of the front door as she steps towards it and up the stairs onto the porch and touches the door the scene fades to black several days pass and we pick up with our team our investigators uh, carrying about their lives there have been numerous troubles in the city as there is in any large metropolis but something something unusual catches your eye in the paper a number of high school kids seem to be going missing and during your uh, sort of meet up your relaxation time when the two of you get together uh, to discuss things you've been working on out in the hallway a lone female ascends some stairs and moves along the corridor and you see a silhouette you see the shadow sort of skip under the door frame and a silhouette appear from the other side of the glass and there is a almost a, a hesitation and a reserved knock on the door so we are in the office together right yes i just look at aoki and then i look at the door and then i look back at aoki because i'm reading my newspaper i'm just like comfortably sitting on my sofa no mention of moving at all (laughs) i'll sigh and i'll swiftly walk to the door 
and open it, not saying a thing, very quietly. Uh, as you open the door, uh, standing there, sort of almost in two minds, is a sort of middle-aged woman, uh, and she sort of struggles to to sort of bring herself to make eye contact with either of you, uh, or definitely you, Aoki. Um, she sort of looks a bit sheepish uh, towards the pair of you, lost in two minds. Can we help you? Um, uh, I, I, I hope so. I, I've, I've had no luck with the police and, and have nowhere else to turn. Uh, a friend recommended that uh, I, I seek out some other kind of help and uh, suggested your, your uh, pairing. Hmm. Your friend is wise. Come on in. Maybe we can help. Oh, thank you. Thank you. I, I just... I, I don't know what to do. This is... Uh, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm getting ahead of myself. Um, my, my name is Alison. Uh, um, sorry, uh, Alison Craig. Uh, sorry. Um... Uh, sorry, who who are you? My name is Aoki Cho, and this is my partner, Nina. I just nod from my sofa with my newspaper still open. Why don't you tell us what your problem is? Oh, I, of course, yes. I, I, I didn't think it was a problem. Um, it's my daughter, Emily. Uh, she's young. Uh, uh, in the the uh, city high high school, uh, she's she's not come home in in a good couple of days, uh, and and um, she's what well, you, you know you know kids they she she wants to be a bit rebellious. She stayed at friends overnight, but to not come back for a couple of days, uh, I'm worried. Mm. I finally closed my newspaper. And first of all, I, I do stand up from the couch. A motion for Alison to sit on our like next um, in front of our desk, which we probably have somewhere uh, in the client chair, I would say. Um, okay, why don't you get her some tea? She seems to need to calm herself down. And I walk over to our side, like the investigator's side of the table. I sit down. You say she has been missing for two days, but the police won't do anything with a missing person's case. Uh, yes, um, so she's... It's not like Emily to not come back. I'm just looking for someone to help me find her. Meanwhile, I just bow and respectfully uh, and go make some jasmine tea. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I am relatively untouched by that. I don't think my, my stare or my, my position, my, my, I would say, posture changes much, but I do, I am interested. I, I lean forward a little bit. Um, I don't know what to ask you anymore. If you say people usually come back, what makes you think that it's not like Emily if so many people, actually, you said there are more people disappearing. But then coming back. She's she's a high school kid. They're they're so busy dealing with other things that that 
they've just told me to wait another another day and and if she's not back then then report it again but something doesn't feel right um there's well speaking to other parents there seems to be a number of of the kids sort of not not coming home or coming home after several days and it's it's not like emily have you maybe talked to the parents of these children to say where they have been off to? Do, do you know if it's anything connected or if they just or not? I, I, I don't think it's not connected. That's not a big possibility. Right. As Aoki goes to make tea, um, Alison sort of, not square, but turns sort of square on to you Nina uh, and, and sort of puts her hands on the, the desk where she can and, and the sort of almost leans towards you to try and engage. I sigh, I look at Aoki, I'm probably still making tea, I don't, I don't know, I mean, he's a super chef, he probably makes the best tea ever but also it takes long uh, yeah it seems like we, we have a school to visit and some people to talk to some truth to yank out of them i say out loud to to okay um yes um could you tell us where your daughter was last seen and what school a, a she few goes of the other to? parents have, have mentioned their their children's stepping out for yeah, or staying out for extended periods and with the police unable to help we yeah I, I fear that she may be caught up in something something worse than just rebelling against me and her father. Yeah, well, meanwhile, I'll come back with a nice cup of tea. And also, I still want to ask, um, are there any friends of her who have not disappeared that we might want to talk to or can talk to. I mean, uh, Emily wasn't the most popular girl, and and the the friends she had before have, have sort of moved away or or found other friends. I I couldn't. I mean, you're you're welcome to come back to the house, or 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 maybe go and speak to someone at school, her school, to to see if if. They know who who her friends are, but she was quite quiet and shy. She wouldn't talk to us before, or she wouldn't really socialize too much. And and then she made some friends, and and I don't know. Uh, she seemed she seemed preoccupied. She was often on her phone or on the computer. Um, other than that, she just wanted to to go to school and and that was the last we saw of her hi um nina gets up she starts packing her very expensive probably louis vuitton purse with like some i don't know <laughs> investigation um items or maybe just like writing and uh, things for writing or her cell phone and stuff um time to go to the school i think or is there anywhere else you want to go first? Are you okay? Well, 
Alternatively, we can go to this woman's house and see her child's room. And maybe we can get some clues there. But I believe the school is a very good start indeed. Yeah, I will go to the school. She, she, seemed, she seems to really want to like, just go to the school. There are people, like there are pupils that disappeared and came back. And maybe we, we can meet them and talk to them. Yeah, I guess so. So as Nina, you begin to sort of pack up your stuff and Oki, uh, Mrs. Craig sort of finishes the tea and thanks you warmly. Um, you can see a sensible kind of wash over her as, as she sort of finishes the last mouthful, carefully sets the tea set down to one side uh, and thanks you both profusely, both as she leaves back into the, the corridor and uh, you hear her descend the steps and outside a, a car starts and then the engine disappears uh, off into the distance. Is there anything you would like to do between the office and the high school? Um, no, besides packing my stuff, I maybe I have my a little knife kit because I'm a sushi chef and I never part <laughs> ways with it. Um, maybe chant out some some last um, uh, prayers and then I'm good to go. Okay. So as you do your last sort of last set of preparations, uh, getting everything together, going down to to your own car, uh, you can let me know which one of you drives. Um, Um, I guess since Barb is, or since Nina is a very high-ranking CEO, indeed, I don't have drive. A, I am a chauffeur somewhere parked. I would never touch a wheel. Or so dirty. On, on, on call. So as you <laughs> make the call, as it were, and your chauffeur brings the car around, he sort of allows you to enter the vehicle, Nina, and and uh, nips around to ensure that you, Aoki, can can get in the car as well and, and returns to the front seat. Uh, he does lean over and turn to you, Nina, and say, uh, Excuse me, Miss De Silva. Uh, we've had some information about some shipments uh, that may need your attention. Uh, soon, rather than later, if uh, if I may take you to the office. Shipments? Yes, uh, some of the the logging operation that runs out of the docks to go... Uh, to other destinations uh, may need your attention. Well, I, well, Aoki is right next to me. You know, I, I just look at Aoki. Um, I see how he's behaving towards like this information, I would say. I am uh, a, a monk. I'm just calm and plain, and uh, there is no really big... Uh, emotion irradiating from <laughs> oh Jarvis okay but make it quick of course my lady um, do you want me to go with you or do you want me to start looking into the school <sighs> I, 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 just, I clearly look at Aoki like from top to bottom I'm like I try to figure out if he's capable of actually doing a good job by himself I, I run an entire restaurant by myself, of course. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Tell that to Nina. It, just, it, it takes a couple of seconds. And, say, and then I finally say, I'll be quick. I'll meet you at this call. And then I just like literally open the door, let him out. <laughs> Drive away. As uh, Aoki, your feet touch the ground and the door is immediately slammed behind you. Nina's driver, uh, Jarvis, pulls the car out from your office building and heads over to the, the logging company. While Nina's in transit, uh, Aoki, how is it you progress? Hi there, sorry for the interruption. It's Adam here. Uh, just to let you know that we will be showcasing some of our friends across the tabletop role-playing community. Links to their shows will be in the description below. Enjoy the promos, get in contact, engage with them, engage with us. We'd love to hear from you. And I'm sure so would they. So, quick advert, and then straight back to the adventure. We live on a placid island of ignorance in the midst of black seas of infinity, and it was not meant that we should voyage far. And yet here we are, in defiance of Lovecraft, laughing through the darkness. The Lovely Craftians is an all-ladies Call of Cthulhu actual play podcast with horror, humor, and no small amount of chaos set in an occasionally familiar modern-day Chicago. Brought to you by Wampus House Productions and the Penwich Studio Network, you can find The Lovelies on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or your favorite podcatcher, or anytime over at lovelycraftians.com. And remember, you never roll sanity alone here. As the camera kind of shows the car fading into the distance and it, we cut kind of to the front of me where I stand uh, in front of our building and a gust of wind kind of appears and uh, suddenly I'm not there anymore. I have vanished in literally kind of gone with the wind right. indeed indeed so as you are lifted and uh, transported should we say where do you touch ground again um i will kind of emerge from um a shadowy alley kind of right next to school or in front of school and I quite simply just step out um, look at the school and start making my way into uh, the main entrance so uh, as you step out of this shadow uh, what you see in front of you is is still a massive of uh, school children both uh, milling around the grounds and into and out of the main entrance, you kind of there's a, a hustle and bustle, and, and a few of them are looking at you kind of oddly as this unexpected visitor onto school grounds uh, sort of moves up and into the building. And and as you enter, you can see the rows of lockers, you can see doorways into to various classrooms, hallways that disappear off. Uh, both to the left and the right and a long sort of corridor ahead uh, with a sort of reception type 
building, uh, reception type room, about a third of the way down. Uh, you can see brightly colored banners, uh, sort of sports banners down the halls uh, for the, the city high sports team and various uh, the sporting achievements uh, they have and their team. So you are sort of stood in this sea of, of moving people or high school kids as it, as they are. <laughs> um, quick question before that we kind of forgot to ask uh, the names, <laughs> I think, from both the mother and the, the teenager. But I guess I'll just roll with that. The mother is Alison. I forgot the name of the teenager. Okay, the, the mother is Alison. Okay. Emily Craig. Oh, yeah, Craig. Yeah. Um, well, I move through this crowd of uh, teenagers or this horde almost of teenagers uh, with uh, a lot of ease. So I, I just kind of go swiftly through all these people and can kind of just dodging everybody. And I, I'll go to the reception and try my look over there if there's someone who can uh, attend. There is. As you approach the reception desk, uh, sat sort of behind the desk and the glass there, uh, there is a sort of slightly older looking male student, a female student, and behind them on a computer just off to, to one side is a uh, older lady um, Potentially in a sort of 60s, you could you could hazard a guess. Uh, and she is typing away, and, and the two students in front of you are uh, sort of tapping paperwork into to neat piles and putting it to one side as you approach. Um, I'll go in and say, um, please forgive my interruption. And I bow slightly and respectfully. I am looking for someone who can speak to me about uh, some student of your called Emily Craig. Uh, well, I'm not really sure we're supposed to talk about uh, students. Let, let, let me... Uh, Miss Hammond? Miss Hammond, this gentleman has walked onto school grounds and wants to speak about one of the students. Uh, and the, the male is looking over his shoulder and the elder lady on the computer sort of adjusts her glasses... You can hear a, a sigh uh, as she sort of shuffles backwards in her chair a little bit um, and then sort of while still sat on the chair kind of rolls across to where you are um mm -hmm. uh, yes dear may i help you yes please and i bow once more um i am here on behalf emily's mother um i understand that there is a situation with missing students of the school. Oh, is this right? Yeah. Um, students, they they come and go. Sometimes they, they flit in and out. We, we try to guide them and, and teach them, but uh, sometimes they just want to be carefree, dear. I mean, I often find them at the local coffee shop and they're supposed to be here in school. I am sure that 
you take your roles as masters very seriously, but from my understanding is that those students have been gone a little bit longer already a couple of days, as I have been told. Well, some students have, have been out of sorts a little bit since uh, health checkup and blood tests done the other week. Um, maybe that has something to do with it. A blood test? Yes. The do Was there any special reason for doing on uh, some oh, kind of blood the, test? A, a lovely company came in. Uh, oh, wh where's that... Ethan, Ethan, get me the, the the appointments from from the last couple of weeks for the 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 company. Yes, Miss Hammond. Uh, and you can see him sort of shuffling paperwork and moving it around. And the girl who's been sat next to him, quite quiet, uh, sort of springs into life. And she says, "Ethan, it's here, it's here." Uh, sorry, Mister, I, I was listening to music. Um. Uh, the, 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 it's, it's there, Ethan. The, the uh, global genetics thing. There. D did you say you were looking for Emily? Yes, indeed. Do you? Are you a friend of hers? Uh, I know of her. Uh, from from what I gather, she's been uh, hanging out with, well, should we say, the cool kids. Uh, recently, uh, oh, what's that boy's name? What's his name? Uh, Adam Reynolds, that, that was his name, that was his name. Um, Ethan, have you found that bit of paper yet? I'm getting there, Sophie, I'm getting there. Wasn't Emily more of a, a sh quiet girl, one of whom had not have many friends? That, that's why it was... was Interesting to see she was part of the, the, the cool kids. Um, Miss Hammond doesn't know what's going on around here half the time, but uh, yeah, Emily, from what I saw across the playground and, and in the halls, certainly picked up at more of a social uh, group uh, very, you know, very recently. Mm. Was this before or after this blood test? Hmm. Uh, I'm not really sure. Uh, Ethan, have you, have you got that bit of paper? Oh, I found it. Uh, here you go, mister. This is the company. And he hands you up a, or shows to you a uh, headed bit of paper with a series of words, dates, um, and sort of other bits and pieces on there. Other bits of, of information. Uh, he says, uh, this, this was the company. Uh, yeah, Global Genetics. Interesting. And they just came and did a test and offered to make a test for all the students, or was there any reason behind it? Uh, and Mrs. Hammond sort of butts in at this point. Uh, oh, but they said it was for uh, free healthcare checkups and, and blood tests. It's um, the, the, the school wanted to... Uh, you know, ensure the the welfare of of the children, and so they came to this agreement with with uh, global genetics, and and bloods were taken, and health checks were done, and and then they went away again. Hmm. 
Most interesting. And um, there is it like a flyer with some some information about the the company, or is it just a kind of a, a sheet? It's a almost like an invoice kind of thing, um, a headed headed paper document with more information on it. Yeah, you said um, you wanted to to tell me what uh, what was on the the paper. Uh, so. It's a headed page, uh, so it's got the Global Genetics logo across the top, sort of very blatant, uh, and then underneath that, slightly obscured by Ethan's hand, uh, is a lot more information. There appears to be sort of a couple of titles, some dates, maybe some names and, and other sort of information upon the piece of paper that's, that's sort of obscured by Ethan's hand. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll ask him, uh, may I see the paper, please? Or, and I'll, I'll reach and, and kind of grab the paper. Uh, as you go to grab it, he sort of retracts his arm a little bit and looks towards Mrs. Hammond, uh, who gives him a nod, and he sort of carefully releases the, the piece of paper into your hand. Okay, and was what was written where... Uh, Jason was uh, holding the paper. Uh, I'd quite like you to roll and investigate for me. Okay. Um, I will use my uh, a warrior's wisdom power attack. Mm -hmm. It's kind of all that can help me right now. So it's one power and investigate. A 13. So that's all you need. Nice. Uh, so for a 13, you get to ask uh, the amount of... Or ascertain clues equals to the power so in this instance it's one so yeah. you get to ask a question uh, and I will give you the information that is relevant okay what is a good question right now um, so this paper is about this one company um, it is not like a flyer can, can I before uh, just to clear up it's uh, is it like a flyer with information about the the company or is it more uh, uh, some kind of contract or some kind of uh, sheet where where information about what is going to happen or uh, is is written on just as a as a baseline for the question? Uh, yeah, no, that's that's perfectly understandable. It's not like a flyer. Um, you could potentially find flyers around other places in the school if if you walked further, uh, but this is a headed piece of paper similar to or that would has has contact details across the bottom it has a statement of intent for for one of a better description and sort of justification for their uh, generous offer should we say then i would very much like to know what this offer was all about so as you sort of scan uh, and read through this document um, it sort of states under their, their large logo and their initial sort of greeting and contact details that Global Genetics is offering to provide uh, free healthcare checks for the students of City High, um, free of charge to the school as a show of goodwill. In addition to, to these health checks where they have uh, trained uh, physicians come in, they will also take some blood samples which will be taken away to their lab and be analyzed for any um, unknown uh, 
irregularities or illnesses that wouldn't show up with just a uh, cursory scan of the patient. Okay, so they were maybe looking for something. Uh, they were digging a bit deeper than just standard health checks. If you read between the lines, yes. Okay. I will ask um, the the lady, um, do you mind if I have a copy of this? Um, now, Ethan, go and for the copy of that for the, for the gentleman, please. In fact, roll me a... I will take a convince. Convince? Hmm. Uh, 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 do I have anything? Mm. Well, that's combat, that's mobility. There, okay, I'll just roll without any modifiers. <laughs> that is a miss. <laughs> so, uh, as you ask your question, as polite as it, as it may be, uh, Miss Hammond says, I'm afraid, dear, that has delicate information for the school on it, and it would be most unprofessional of us to just hand out such information. If you want the address, you can take it off the bottom, but the form stays here. That is uh, understandable, and thank you. And yeah, I'll take the, the address from Global Genetics, and um, I'll uh, turn to the, to the girl, and I want to ask her... Um, do you know where this Adam Reynolds is? Is he also missing? Or is he around, maybe? So I can just ask him a couple of questions. Uh, she says to you, um, Well, if he's, he's not in... Uh, if he's not in class, he's probably at Beans down the road. Uh, the coffee shop. Uh, so... He, you could wait around the school and, and see if he pops up, or you could check the coffee shop. Mm. I think I'll try my luck searching for him. Thank you very much, young lady. No bother. She goes back to helping Ethan square away paper. Uh, so what are you doing next? Um, I guess I'll bow and uh, I'll... Uh, thank everybody again and I'll leave and um, maybe take a quick peek around and if there's nothing else to see I'll kind of head to this 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 um, shop Thank you for listening. If you'd like to learn more about City of Mist, then go to their website, www.cityofmist.co. Alternatively, you can find them on Drive-Thru RPG. All music for this episode and sound effects were provided by EpidemicSounds.com. If you would like to learn more about the show, go to www.snidersreturn.squarespace.com. Alternatively, you can find us on Twitter, at ReturnSnyder. We are also on Facebook and Instagram. If you would like to support what we do here, then you can follow us on Patreon, Ko-fi, 
buy me a coffee. We'd love to have a review from you, so please leave a review on iTunes. Until the case is solved, we'll see you again. Thank you.